Welcome to the 135th episode of the Young Terps Podcast from the Viner Fourgate Studio. This is your host, Mason Viner. And your co-host, Jordan Viner. And on today's episode, we're just previewing the Maryland-Ohio State game. We just had a rundown on our last episode, so if you're looking for the full non-rev report and Terrapin rundown and pro-Terps, you can listen to our last podcast. On this one, we're just previewing the Maryland-Ohio State game. But before we get into that, this podcast, as always, is brought to you by Allied Party Rentals, your hometown Terrapin party rental resource. Allied has what you need. Whether you're hosting a large wedding, putting together a small luncheon, or setting up a street festival, Allied has the tents, chairs, linens, china, and other accessories that you are looking for. Wayne from Turp Talk has known Donnie at Allied since 1995. Located right next to College Park in Beltsville, Maryland, and serving the entire DMV today, contact Allied at 301-986-0067 or on the web at alliedpartyrentals.com. Jordan, Maryland faces off against the number one team in the college football playoff rankings, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Without Chase Young, what do you expect to see? Well, yeah, Chase Young has been um, suspended by the school for this game due to some usual, as I said, NCAA um, buffoonery, in my opinion at least. But I don't think it changes that much. Now, Chase Young is a absolute game-changing, possible Hall of Fame-already-level talent at the college level. He's one sack away from setting the Ohio State single-season record. But... It's hard to say we have a chance still because Ohio State is so deep everywhere across the field. Their best player being out sucks for them, but I don't think it's going to really affect the game that much. Yeah, just looking at the Buckeyes overall, uh, you have a defense that held Wisconsin to seven points. Yes, Chase Young uh, being a big part of that, but it, it takes more than one guy. And Ohio State just across the board, as always, has five-star talent, has the talent that if you look at these recruiting classes, you hope Maryland will be able to compete in some ways with the Buckeyes, but really, I cannot point to a, any position on the field and say Maryland has a better player than Ohio State there. Um, if you look at, at the beginning of the season and you look to now, you were hoping that a guy like Johnny Jordan at center or uh, Marcus Minor at tackle or Terrence Davis at guard could have a huge impact, and uh, up front you would be able to battle a little bit, have some really good players. None of that's really gone the Terps' way, especially with Terrence Davis, as Wayne mentioned in our last podcast, uh, now considering redshirting this season, moving on to next year, getting more tape for the NFL, and um, trying to heal up and play another senior season. Um, that, that's very accurate. I don't think Maryland's, or ESPN doesn't think Maryland's has a chance either. The win predictor has us at a 0.8% chance of winning this game. I think obviously is a bit accurate. Ohio State has not played a team within 21 points this season. Actually, 24 points. Their closest margin of victory was 24 against Michigan State. And then um, I guess the next closest one would be 24 again against FAU with the first game of the season. Those have been the two closest games this, so far. Justin Fields, the Georgia transfer, has been fantastic. J.K. Dobbins running back over 1,000 yards already. Receivers spread the wealth around. There's just... I'll put it this way. I have never felt less confident in a game that Maryland has played in than we I do for tomorrow's matchup. Yeah, I, I kind of see that. Ohio State obviously showing uh, this season that they're one of the top two teams in college football. You're just, I mean, you mentioned the scoring difference. Everybody likes to point at LSU and look at all the teams they played. But even with that, Ohio State has such a margin of victory uh, on the year that they're kind of my number one. I know that you've talked about it all season, them being the best team in college football. They're definitely up there. This should be a game that Ohio State should be able to handle. But if you're Maryland, you got to focus in on things that you did well last year, which was 
lopsided offensive line play, getting the ball to Anthony McFarlane on the edges, and just trying to get the ball to your playmakers on the outside. Uh, what are some of the things I guess you look for for Maryland, even if they were to lose this game by 30 points? What do you look for to see out of the Terps? Um, well, I hope they get some scoring in this game. Uh, points will be kind of hard to come by as late for the Terps. Maybe you get some a little bit of uh, momentum in the right direction this early in the game. Like you said, get some moves to the outside, get our scope players some momentum, hope they get going a little bit. On defense, I just hope you put up a fight. Um, Ohio State has offensively this season been impeccable. Um, try and limit them to maybe under 40 points. That's maybe a little optimistic considering they only scored under 40 twice this year. But, hey, no one's learned how to stop Ohio State so far this year. I don't expect the Terps to be any different. I'm sorry for painting a weak picture, but I don't even know what to say about this one. I don't think this is going to go our way at all. I don't even know if crazier things have happened, honestly. You can say Appalachian State beat Michigan, but Appalachian State was a good team that year. They were undefeated. They won three straight SDS championships before that um, game. So I'd say, actually, that maybe they had a better chance going in than we do. I, I just have a complete feeling of despair going into this week, Mason. Yeah, uh, quite similar for me. You look at last year, 52-51 to 51 loss and um, either double or triple overtime. You're not going to get that, or I don't see that coming out of this team for this week. First of all, given that Ohio State knows that, you know, if you sleep on a team like a Maryland or Purdue, like they learned so hard last year, you can either end up with a one-point win on a play that Maryland should have won that game or a blowout loss at Purdue, you know. we we've Ohio State has seen what sleeping on teams can do, and Ryan Day, the new head coach for the Buckeyes, has done a great job of proving that. If uh, My keys to the game, if you're Maryland, are the following. Show effort, show fight, and if you're Mike Loxley, if you've got to reach, I don't really care who's playing as long as they play hard. You can play your walk-ons. I want guys that give maximum effort, that look like they're trying, and, and that can put up a fight even if they're down, you know, by 41 points. I don't want to see guys that look like they quit on the field. Yeah, that's that'd be a good thing to see, too. You're right. I really hope we don't quit on the field today. I hope it doesn't look like we do, at least. Um... I don't got anything else to say. Maryland should lose your ball eligibility with this game going three and seven. And if we put the fight, I'll be pleasantly surprised. So put it like that. But um, well, there's one thing. There's one game that you can go back to and point to uh, on the put up a fight uh, category. A few years ago, Maryland played at in the horseshoe against the number one ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. It was the last game that Randy Etzel coached. Maryland was in that game for about three quarters. Nobody uh, after that loss to Bowling Green. I don't think anybody had Maryland putting up a fight in that game. But there's just a quick example if you're looking for some kind of inspiration. Oh, well, I just saw on Twitter, um, NCAA is trending um, because people think it's stupid that Chase don't get suspended for this. And it could be reversed uh, before tomorrow, who knows, honestly. But well, as, I mean, as far as this matchup, if you're Mike Loxley or that coaching staff, you gotta look for effort. You gotta look for the guys that are putting that out and give them, give them the reps. You know, if you're looking for effort as a coaching staff, you gotta put, put the players that give you that effort in practice and give you those good looks in practice and the guys that you really think are gonna put out that effort. If that's what you're looking for on the field, and I'm just hoping not to see a lack of that. Honestly, if we lose this game 52 to 10, but you go back and you look at it, and you can see where Maryland, you know, 
you could see some heart early in the game, not making stupid mistakes, not having a picture where three offensive linemen are lying on the ground and the ball's tipped up and intercepted. I don't like those kinds of things being put out about our program. And again, it's another chance. You're you're on national television, 12 o'clock, the big noon kickoff on Fox, Gus Johnson uh, on the call. Always entertaining to hear whether the game's a blowout or not. I'll give him that. Uh, but you're looking at your third straight week on national television after the loss to Minnesota, loss to Michigan. You're looking to, you know, have a chance to make a statement. You got that chance again. You've had it a bunch of times this year, but you seem to drop the ball every time. Just put right, something well, competitive on the field, you know? Even if it's for, like, a quarter. Tomorrow is a big college football weekend. Um, what games are you looking forward to besides our um, Flakely Massacre? Uh, I got to put my highlights on, on LSU and Alabama. But also we have um, Minnesota taking on the Penn State and the Lions. So two undefeated matchups tomorrow in Big Ten and SEC play. Uh, my focus is on LSU and Alabama. I don't think Minnesota will get close. I do hope they beat Penn State, but I, I really see the Nittany Lions rolling over the boats, over the fighting rowing boats in that one. As far as LSU-Alabama, i, I got to pick the Tigers on the road. Uh, I love the way LSU's playing. I love Coach O's passion for LSU, I think. Uh, Mike Loxley has similar passion for Maryland, so I'm a huge Coach O fan. Uh, so I got the Tigers and, unfortunately, Penn State, who was number four in the college football playoff rankings. Interesting what James Franklin's really been able to do this year, as much as I despise him putting together a team that a lot of people had uh, in the between four and two losses now into the position where they're playing to be in the college football playoff, Trace McSorley and Saquon Barkley list. Yeah, James Franklin's done a great job in Penn State this year, as much as many Maryland fans, including myself, really dislike him. He's done a uh, hats-off-to-him job. I think Minnesota's going to put up a good game. We'll see. Um, I also pick an LSU over Alabama. I don't think Alabama's as good as they've been in the past. I think LSU is uh, really having a great year. Tickets at Alabama for LSU, Mason. The lowest price ticket you can find in the nosebleeds are $302 for this one. should be a great atmosphere down in Tuscaloosa. Um, one I hope that we can at least touch one day. Yeah, I don't think that, that will be happening in the foreseeable future. The one thing that I do hate about Alabama, I don't like this new lights thing. I really don't. I love the lights. Are you kidding me? I'm still trying to see the play when they go off, you know. If, if it held off for like half a second or about two seconds more, I think I would really be a big fan of them. But... Yeah, the Tide, uh, they have a great atmosphere down there. I, I was actually going to say $345 for the lowest ticket, but um, I know Minnesota's actually had trouble selling out that game being at 11 o'clock local time, and you know buying tickets for Minnesota is so expensive that they've had a rough time selling that game out. Two undefeated teams, uh, very disappointing if you're a Golden Gophers fan. Yeah, I'd say so. Should be a great day of college football tomorrow, Mason. Of course, play Rhode Island Um at 9 o'clock, which is a bit ridiculous, but what are you going to do? And then Sunday we got uh, Maryland, South Carolina. Seeing a lot of people on Twitter pushing that game, and I am very proud of the Terp fan base for trying to uh, get their get the women's team some support for this big game. Yeah, just a quick notes on that. Um, really a huge push to get uh, student tickets there, getting them out. They're, they, you know, they are free if you are a Maryland student listening to the show, and uh, you can pick them up. Uh, Minnesota did actually officially sell out their game against Penn State in the last 24 hours. Oh, good for the Gophers. Hope it's not too Penn State heavy. Um, I don't got anything else to say. If we put up 21 points tomorrow, I'll be surprised. Well, let's get a quick prediction from you then. I'm going to say 
Ohio State. I have a little bit more, um, I guess, hope for what Maryland can do in this game. I think um, there's been a lot of push within the coaching staff and within the locker room about getting these guys to perform better, perform to their talent, you know, getting guys that really want to make big plays, the ball, getting Anthony McFarland and especially Javon Leak the ball more. I think Maryland gets some big plays out of those guys, McFarland and Leak, and the Terps are able to throw up 21 points. I say they lose the game 59-21. to All right, well, we'll be back on Monday to talk about our big sports weekend for Maryland. It really is a big sports weekend. we got the fall conference tournaments going. we got basketball, some big basketball games, and, of course, football still going. So should have a nice big podcast for you all next week. Yeah, we're we're gonna actually hold off. Yeah, as Jordan said, till Sunday night or Monday, uh, trying to fit the Maryland women's game in there, uh, along with the Terps football game, Maryland men's basketball against Rhode Island, and then you know all the conference tournament action wrapping up over this weekend. Uh, Maryland men's soccer needs some wins. Uh, all of our Maryland teams need some wins. Maybe volleyball can pull a huge upset this weekend, taking on uh, both Wisconsin and Minnesota in the Pavilion at Xfinity Center Saturday night. If you can, get out there early, support the volleyball Terps, then head upstairs for basketball at Xfinity Center. Go Terps. Get it done all over the country, all over Big Ten country. We have games, and we'll be back on Monday to report about all that action. Until then, as always, thanks for listening, and thanks to our sponsors, Viner Four Gates and Rockville, for all of your business IT needs. You can reach Viner Four Gates at 301-251-2900 and Allied Party Rentals for all of your needs, party needs, big or small, visit Allied on the web at alliedpartyrentals.com. Thanks for listening.